previously on SDI and the Degenerate. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Oh, our third friend, Mr. LSU, is he's, he's not going to be happy about that. Yeah, he's sans pants when I was talking about how great LSU. So, Wilson, uh, I like so Wilson to, to have a chance to win the Belmont. You could do a side bet, which is called the Fortune Bet. I equate it to picking up chicks. Georgia State at Tennessee. Tennessee giving 25 and a half points. Georgia State money line. Oh yeah, that's that's actually oh, we were, that, single, single. Yeah, that, that's actually what we were trying to avoid all weekend. Is that that? You know, that right? Like, yeah, no, they, they got they got the the uh, bad guy from the mask didn't hit us. <laughs> that's good. That's good. So yeah, we're we're here. We're doing pod uh, something we didn't think we could be doing uh, at some a certain point during the weekend. Well, we're gonna do it no matter what. Yeah. We're gonna do a Facebook Messenger. We, 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 we're, we're gonna, gonna pod. We're gonna be holding a, a signal to the on the roof, on the building. I didn't care. We're gonna get this done. Actually, we're this gonna... this build this uh, room where we're doing our, our recording from is pretty concrete. Like I, I think we could legit do it with a hurricane. Yeah, I mean, my office too. My office, the warehouse is all concrete. That's uh, strip clubs in my office are the two safest places for us for a <laughs> hurricane. Good. No windows. That's, that's true, yeah, and Vegas casinos, of course. Correct. You know. Yeah, the hard rock. Which, which by the way, there. I got to mention, so we brought it up in the previously, there's this running joke about the, the side bet in the pie, in the game of Pie Gal, which I'm sure, if you don't know it by now, if you're a regular follower of the podcast, you've picked it up on that, that you can make an additional side bet. And, you know, our friend... Wait, are you going to give a warning to people about Pie Gal, or we're just going to... No, I'm not going to get into a crazy <laughs> Pie Gal story. Okay, right. Well, this was, this is a little bit crazy, but it's not going to be a long-winded me breaking down and doing all that stuff. But, but our, our friend, LSU Phil, who, you know, he likes to be without his pants, as you heard in the previously, and mm-hmm. LSU plays Texas. Uh, Saturday night, we may have to give him a little buzz. We'll see. We'll see. Well, we can't promise anything. He might already have his pants off. Yeah, the game's yeah. not until Saturday. Yeah, he, yeah. We, just, we, you know LSU Phil. But he, he one thing he does, he, see, he as you may be right about this, like he thinks that side gal, that side gal, <laughs> <laughs> that, side, that side bet in the game of pie gal, the fortune bet, is a sucker's bet and should never be played. Mm-hmm. And then I was uh, at the casino last night and I saw somebody at the table next to me and I was at that table. He hit a legit seven card straight flush. No, no jokers, no wild card. A legit seven card straight flush from a five to a jack, yeah. and uh, it caused a whole ruckus at the casino. I'm they sure. had to stop the table. Yeah, they had to get like get the paperwork in there. Mm-hmm. The floor manager had to come in. You know, yeah. it was, a, and everybody was stopping what they're doing to watch this guy. The, the see, I even stuck on. Whoa, look at that seven card straight flush. What's up? Mm-hmm. Guy won a forty thousand dollars, which by the way is the maximum payout for that bet. So that's awesome. That's good for him. Yeah, so I was like, whoa, <laughs> that guy's so that. Did he at least buy you a beer after? Yeah, well, I, I wasn't at the table. But oh, you weren't at the table. Okay. I was at that table and then I left, but I was. I'm not. I'm not regretting it because I wasn't sitting in that guy's seat, even though I could have. Because that's a seat I could sit at. It's very possible. Yeah. yeah no, no. I still pot. I, I still would have potted this week if I won that. Uh, so that's yeah. Right. No, <laughs> yeah, we would have been on uh, on that station because you could you could have sponsored it for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a little inside. So there, okay, that's yeah. it. That's that's it. That's it. You know, that's the maximum we're going to talk about. That stupid card game. So we, <laughs> we get out of the way. But we have to. We have to point out the date today, September fourth, two thousand and nineteen. I'm sure that guy will still have some of his uh, forty thousand thirty years from now. Well, he can, <laughs> he can bet it all on now that we have NFL action this week. Yeah, weekend. yeah. Oh man, he's yeah. A, that's what I would do. Yeah. I mean, we got, we got football around the corner. We had a wild weekend of uh, football this past weekend. A little less than twenty six hours away. Yeah, you got, you got a little uh, Thursday night football, opening night of the NFL. You got week one of the NFL season. You got week two of college football. Now I'm going to give you a heat warning because we like to include everybody on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling today is going to be very hardcore, nerdy it, sports, especially the first you know half three quarters of the podcast will be sports heavy. But ladies, stick around because I got I got a surprise oh, for the last oh. 15 minutes. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> I mean, I really don't. I just want him to stick around. <laughs> I'm about to say, so 15 minutes of surprise. You know? <laughs> well, no, I, I don't normally, I can't normally go 15 minutes anyway <laughs> when it comes to surprising women, but, you know. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. So uh, you, you nailed that uh, Georgia State money line, huh? Yeah, I nailed a lot of things this weekend. <sighs> the hurricane track wasn't one of them. <laughs> Man, I mean. Uh, you, you, I mean, they, they are. You talk about the sky is falling. Like I, I've been going on the path about gloom and doom about the Miami Hurricanes, which they are in a state of gloom and doom, but it's nowhere near as bad as Tennessee. So I'll tell you my my opinions on teams like Tennessee. And I think I've I've heard this, but for the people listening to the podcast, so my, go ahead. I, I, I might have told you this, but my opinion on, t- on a school like Tennessee, it's in Nebraska, and these other schools, old school powers, old school powerhouses. Back then, they were the only ones on TV. 
So you had these kids, you know, living in the middle of nowhere. They would put on the local ABC. That's all they had. And they had, it was Nebraska against Tennessee or, or you know, just for an example. Nebraska, Oklahoma. Nebraska, Oklahoma or Tennessee. Georgia. Alabama. Yeah, Georgia. So these kids wanted to go to these schools because these are the schools that they saw every Saturday. But now that every school's on TV every weekend, I mean, who the hell wants to live in Nebraska? Like, who the hell wants to live in some not Nashville and Tennessee? Yeah, but you, you got, you, Oklahoma's still rocking in. No, I don't think people want to yeah, break yeah, down but, the roof but, to but, listen but to Oklahoma. But Oklahoma, Oklahoma puts players in the NFL. That's true. And and they have a, I mean. At right, one point, Tennessee and Nebraska were doing that too. Right. The question about Oklahoma will be next year when Lincoln Riley goes to the Cowboys uh-huh. and they don't have that good of a coach anymore, then our kids going to want to go there. I mean, who wants to go to Tuscaloosa, Alabama? But they have Nick Saban. Like, it, that, that still matters. But when Tennessee lost, since Tennessee got rid of Fulmer, they haven't been they haven't been the same. Even during Fulmer, the end of Fulmer. The end of Fulmer. That's why he got that's why he got let go. But you know these Nebraska same thing. I mean they they brought in, they brought in Mike Riley to try to do it. They brought in you know the UCF guy in Frost. But nobody nobody wants to go to Lincoln when you can go to Miami, when you can go to Southern Cal, when you can go to or go to a program that's going to get you in the NFL like Oklahoma, Alabama, LSU, etc. So that's that, I think that's what it is. I think the fact that everybody's on TV now limits the possibility for these small-town schools to, to still do well. Well, we, there's only one way to find out if your theory is going to be proven true or not, is you have to talk to the people 30 years from now. Right. You see in Nebraska yeah, and Tennessee, if you're listening 30 years from now, comment, let us know how Nebraska and Tennessee are still doing. Yeah. Are they still? Is the sky still falling over there? No, and I think Scott Frost is a great coach. I just don't think he's going to do it in Nebraska, and there's nothing to do with him. I just, it's Nebraska. Same thing with Tennessee. Like, I don't, I don't whatever the coach's name, but uh, I don't know if he's a good coach or not a good coach, but, yeah, they, these schools... You know, Tennessee's a basketball school now. Yeah, that, that is true. Man. They're not. They're just not. They're not. They're like, no. they're like Miami. The Canes are a basketball school now. I mean, yeah, I know well, last year the Canes didn't even make any tournament but, whatsoever. But, but the but difference you, between the Canes and, and and Tennessee is the Canes are in Miami. Oh, they got swag. Is that they, what you're gonna I mean, say? Obviously, they have swag. Oh, that's not what man. I was gonna say. But they're in Miami. People want to live in Miami. Miami's a great place to live, especially if you're a young, you know, football player with Nevin Shapiro giving you some good amount of money. Like you're not fun in Miami. So why not go to Miami? Who cares if who cares if Nick Saban's giving you a, a pickup truck in in Tuscaloosa? You get a boat. We get a boat and a boat and etc. <laughs> in uh, in Miami or L.A. Like USC. Yeah, it's, these are cities that people want to live in. These are cities that are fun for kids. So th- Miami does still have that advantage. No matter who the coach is, no matter what area it is, Miami people will always want to live in Miami. So that's, that's well. Well, I mean, there's been some rough times here for. The sports now, it didn't, and uh, it took a turn over the weekend. Um, maybe a, maybe a turn for the better in the long-term future, but to parlay the two together, you know, we're talking about Alabama, Nick Saban. They got Tua Tagovailoa, who everybody thinks is going to be the top quarterback in this draft. Mm-hmm. And the Dolphins over the weekend made some moves. They traded Laramie Tunsil, who was their starting left tackle. Many, many believe he's a top-five tackle in the league for an unprecedented price, uh, two number ones and a number two. The Dolphins did also have to throw in Kenny Stills, and there was another exchange of fourth and sixth-round picks. Yeah, it's like and the Dolphins got back their starting left tackle for Houston, who wasn't very good last year. He's just a throw-in. Yeah, no, it's what you were saying last week or two weeks ago. This is what you wanted him to do. You wanted him to stack up on picks? I, I mean, I, my, my idea was to trade if the Dolphins got the number one pick in the draft, to trade it for three number ones. This is where I got in an argument about with the Big O about Right, right, yeah, yeah. And it turns out the Dolphins were thinking along with me, just not from – I mean, they could still do that. I wouldn't be that upset if they got the number one overall pick and then traded it for three more number ones. Yeah, just stack up. And and try, to, try, to get, try to get Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. And even if even if they end up with the number one pick and they take the quarterback, it's okay because they have so many other picks now where they can put enough players around. They have uh, eight picks in the first two rounds in each of the next in right. the next two years. So even if they hypothetically, let's say, they get the number one overall pick and they take Tua, they still have enough picks to put bodies around them. Now, it depends on how huge. Really, I'm really like, you know, the Dolphins season probably is over. And uh, they'll be lucky to win one game this year, but to be honest, <laughs> I thought they were going to get to five wins before the Tunsil trade, and I understand the move. Wait, you think you think Laramie Tunsil wins you four games? But this offensive line, I mean, with the, with Tunsil, the offensive line was still pretty bad. But without Tunsil, they, this might be the worst offensive line in, in NFL history. Right, but if Tunsil gives you four wins, he's the best, he's the best offensive lineman in NFL history. <laughs> like if he if he gives you four wins, he, well, left he, he protects the quarterback. I mean, the, I mean, the, 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 by, by the keeping the quarterback upright, he can get you four wins. All right, all right, fair enough. I mean, I didn't know Laramie Tunsil was that good. He's all right. No, but he, he's just a, a way, way better than you know Julian Davenport or whoever's going to be the left tackle for the Miami Dolphins. What's the over/under on wins? Well, I'm glad you brought that up. 
Uh, it's four. I think it dropped down to four and a half, but I'm, I like to get the adjusted win total, which is at three and a half, and the under pays out like a plus two hundred. Okay. So if I, I did place a bet earlier, uh, back in May, about the Dolphins to go over five wins. And I remember yeah. we said, we know, back in the podcast, I said the Dolphins are going to win the Super Bowl, trying to speak it into existence. Right. It's literally gone the exact opposite yeah. direction. Yeah. I don't think that works, that speaking right. into existence. Instead of, well, maybe you'll get your two women now since you, the Dolphins are going to get it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I remember that. Uh, but, uh, oh, but no, I'm gonna, should we make fun of every single uh, media member of all time? Well, you know Fitzpatrick's going to win you three games. <laughs> you know he's going to have three good games. I mean, that that's okay. I mean, Three or thirteen is plausible. That's why, but under three and a half, I think, is the bet right now. If you could find it, uh, there's no way to get into four wins. No way whatsoever. Well, I know they got one week four. That's a guaranteed win. I actually think they could win that game too. That game against the, your, your favorite team. Yeah, the Seawards. It's a hot. It's gonna be hot. But I mean, we're gonna see so many sacks this year, both by both by the Dolphins and the Canes. By the way, it's gonna be every. I mean, yeah, what Canes. was your the sack ratio? What was the the, the new stat that you created? sack ratio? Well, because uh, in the Canes Gators game back on week zero. Uh, the Canes allowed 10 sacks, and they only sacked the Gators one time. So, so they're the Gators, at minus nine. Yeah, they're yeah they're they're, mm-hmm. they're in the hole nine sacks. No, I love that. I think that's better than run differential in baseball. <laughs> sack sack ratio. Yeah, sack, it's important, man. You, you you win football games. Football is a very simple sport. Good offensive line, good to, you know protect your quarterback, pressure the quarterback. You're gonna win a lot of games. So I think sack ratio is a good is a good barometer for that. But I feel like you know the people um, wanting the, the casting gloom and doom, which it is gonna be gloom and doom this year, but. At the same time, these are the same people that are complaining that were complaining when the Dolphins are going seven and nine and yeah. six and ten right. every year. Now I know I know you think Larry Minton, Larry Tunsil wins you four games, but I think Larry Tunsil on this wins Dolphins you. team, he's four. <laughs> look, if he, he he may he might be two wins in the Texans because the Texans are a much better team. Right. But that's like the one missing piece is the yeah. left tackle. So I think I think even with Tunsil, I think it was going to be a bad season regardless. Correct. So you're going to get more than than the. Raiders got for Khalil Mack. You go ahead and give up an average left now, tackle. Now here's now here's the thing: uh, the Dolphins probably will use one of those picks on a left tackle, and will he be as good as Tunsil? We don't know. But even still, you're still up a first round and a second yeah, round pick. Exactly. I mean, you got assume you get another left tackle, but you, now you have another first and another second. Like you said, it's a great trade for the Dolphins. My the real move that really irked me uh, over the weekend. <laughs> this one way, this one was caused way more outrage than Laramie Tunsil, at least for me. Yeah. Was letting go of longtime long snapper. This is where we're gonna lose all our listeners. Yeah. John Denny. Who cares? What do you mean who cares? Who cares? This guy. This guy was a long snapper since 2005. And, and he he went the preseason. He he they they brought in some whippersnapper to try to take his job. The whippersnapper lost. They cut him. And then you thought, oh, Denny's back. How many times have the Dolphins been really good at special teams since since 2005? Not many. I mean, they they've, they've been they haven't been bad. Yeah, but. The, the, sna- the snaps have been great. Okay. Jason Sanders has been nailing kicks. I, uh-huh. I can snap the ball, too. The, the, unit, is, the unit is great. Well, I mean, we, we could do another test on, on long snapping. We, but, we can do it if you want. Okay, but, look, I'm, I'm not a proponent of spending other people's money. I think that's stupid. I, I hate when people say, why do you care about how much the guys are signing for? It's not your money. You're not paying the guys. Well, let, let, let's, we're not, let's not spend other people's money. I, I hate when people do that. However, John Denny was making... He's making a, probably a lot for a long snapper from, but for regular football personnel, not a whole lot. And then you come in and give this whip, this this bro off the couch, to Taylor Tabor Pepper to take his job. It didn't really save a whole lot of money, and the Dolphins got rid of a lot of money with Kenny Stills. Uh, they, they're saving money in the future, not having to pay Laramie Tunsil his big contract whenever it comes up. They they've been spent all season cutting dollars, and but this actually, like when the Marlins traded John Carlos Stan. That's not penny pitching. That's you know making a business move. Yeah. That's a, that's. No, this wasn't this wasn't a money issue. I don't think this was a money of issue. Of course with it Denny. was. I, you think it was? Of course it was. I mean they're so far under the cap anyway. Yeah, that, that but they, but but like you could have a long. Their thinking is. We're gonna be bad anyway. We might as well save the money. On a long snapper, yeah, that's, that's exactly what they're thinking. Yeah. They, they save like what six hundred thousand, which is in the NFL. That's you know that's that's nothing. A, that's, that's nothing. For Steven Ross, that's because I, I think John Denny was making a million as a long snapper, which is high for a long snapper. I will mm-hmm. say, but still like a million for an NFL player. And then the, yeah, the, I mean for six hundred thousand dollars for Steven Ross, it's chump change. Yeah, and I'm sure what the NFL, the league minimum, I'm pretty sure is four hundred thousand. Now this Tabor Pepper guy might be. Might not have enough eligible uh, tenure to get that. Actually, no, that is a league minimum because I think the more years in the league, the more it is. Correct. But mm-hmm. still, like it, that was legit penny pinching. I was I was legit very upset about it. To cut the, I mean, what an insult to John Denny to have to I mean battle through the preseason 
and then just to be cut some guy off the street. Not even the guy he was battling with all camp. This, this mm-hmm. guy on the couch, hey, just do a tryout for us. And, all right, you can long snap. We're going to cut our longtime yeah. long snapper. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I, the, I princi- think, it's the principle, SDI. I, I, it's not, I, I know. I, think, I don't think it matters. Man. Of course it does. That's the only thing we got to look, look forward to this season. What, he, is John he, Denny continuing his career? Well, I mean, he, he's, they're going to use Needler alongside for a lot for punts. That's for sure. Yeah, right? exactly. They're going to be punting more than any other team in the league. That's good. The Dolphins are going to live on 4th and 25 right. this year. Yeah, they're going to draw on third and 24, lose a yard, and then John Denny's <laughs> going to be sitting on the couch thinking, oh, man, that guy snaps just as good as I have for 15 years. No, he's not. He's going he's gonna, to, oh that, oh, that snap went into the goalpost. How, no, yeah. how many bad long snappers have there been in the NFL history? Not many. There, there's been, there's there's been, been a few. A call here and there. Well, then, then why, would they have, why, would they, why, didn't, why wouldn't they have cut John Denny 10 years ago? They kept, they, they kept him for, like, 15 years. I don't know. Maybe he was friends with, like, Tannenbaum or something. I don't know. But he, he he's lasted multiple regimes. He was there before Tannenbaum. Yeah. It, it's an outrage. It's the only I mean, look. The Seawards did it with David Ben uh, a long time ago, and I was upset, like you are. And then I realized that it makes no difference whatsoever. No yeah, but, difference okay, whatsoever. but at least in those Charger teams, like you know, I can understand when you're trying to get under the salary cap, and maybe you got to make some tough decisions. And you're a contending team, you could sign another player, but in order to do that, you got to cut the long snapper to, to make it happen. Mm-hmm. I understand that, but this team is obviously. I'm, the, I'm not going to say that they're tanking, but the moves that they've made, they've already given up on this season. Why not have John Denny around well, maybe, for another may, season? Maybe the new, the new regime wants their own new culture, and Denny was part really? of the so, old culture. Really? So culture I mean, I is some bro off the streets to come in and long snapper? That's culture. So I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be long snapper. It sounds then. exactly like Belichick culture. Just pick up some guy on the street, and Flores is a, is a Belichick disciple. It doesn't make any. Then why? Then you know what? If they, why did they come? Why did they not just cut him before the preseason? Like here's like, the, I, why even have him in like, the preseason? If you if you were predetermined to cut this guy for anybody on the street, mm-hmm. why even go to the have him play the the whole preseason? Why not cut him in the offseason? Yeah, no, they, I mean they should have. I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe trade him for a sixth round pick. Yeah, <laughs> right. Tra- trading a long snapper. Yeah, if anybody gets gives up a eighth round pick for a long snapper, <laughs> the biases of the century. Forty years old long yeah. snapper. But uh, and I, I, that was that, that move got me outraged more so than Laramie Tunsil. Honestly, how, you're you're a big time Dolphin fan. You're a big time sports guy. But how many Dolphin fans you, have any you, idea who that guy is? You'd be surprised. You you would. I think you would be surprised. That may be the one player that the Dolphin people do know is John Denny. Now this guy that they brought in, does he play another position? No. No, he's just a straight long snapper. Straight long snapper. Okay. So, I mean, I can see why I can see why long time Dolphin fans would be upset. But it's by week four, you're gonna forget. No, I'm not, when, he, when he snaps it into the ground or he, he snaps it over the, the punter's head and it's a safety, uh, I'm not going to forget. I'm not going to remember. Like, oh, that wouldn't have happened with John Denny. Are they going to retire his number? I mean, maybe put it in the ring of honor. <laughs> it's just, it's just, just such an insult. I mean, look, SDI, like, imagine you doing what you do. You've done it for, for several years yeah. now. Maybe not as long as John Denny's been doing it. I mean, I, I'd say you've been doing Yeah, you're yeah. right around there. Yeah. 12 years. And w- what if uh, what if the company just brought, just brought it to a whippersnapper off the streets mm-hmm. and say, like, hey, uh, they, they brought him in for a tryout, and it's hey, like, hey, sell this. Hey, if he can do it just as good and just and cheaper, I'm all for it. <laughs> you wouldn't be insulted after like 15 years. No, or no, but I, I have the, I have my entertainment podcast side on, on the side. Oh, now, that's so true, I'm man. okay with very you, good, man. good point. You more, got more me time, there. more time to pod. <laughs> but hey, man, that's the, that's the, that's the NFL. If somebody, if somebody can do it just as good or almost as good, and they're younger and cheaper, it's gonna happen every time. It's not, I mean, they, they've had plenty of chances to go younger and cheaper. They haven't done it until now, and, uh-huh. and, and not even with the guy who battled with them in the preseason. I know we're getting way into deep into long snapping talk, but yeah. uh, let's uh, let's let's move to college football. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Let's gotta, get let's get to our week two. Uh, college football picks. We 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 already did our week one NFL picks in the previous episodes. Disclaimer: oh. It's really week three. That's right. <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're calling it week two for some weird reason. Well, I mean, I mean, week zero, week zero. That's no, right, right, yeah. No, yeah that's so great. Let, let me get the the lines the up. Florida and Miami are oh no because they haven't played week a week week one yet. Friday night. Do you want to talk about big time schools? Well, big time as far as big conference going on the road and playing a mediocre team. Wake Forest, they are traveling to Rice. Mm-hmm. On the way, I guess Rice is in Houston, a big market. It is. It's a Friday night at Rice, but Wake Forest is a 19-point favorite. Yeah, I mean, as much as I would love to pick Lance Berkman and the and Rice, I'm gonna <laughs> go. I'm gonna go with Chris Paul and Tim Duncan and Wake Forest. Uh, you know what? I think I'm gonna go Rice. Rice hung around with Army last week. They went at Army and they only they only lost by a touchdown. They easily covered. I think Rice much improved. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a, I'm gonna go with the Owls and take the 19 points. Marshall at Boise State, Friday night, 
at the Blue Turf, Boise State is a 12-point favorite. Bo- Boise State, man, what a comeback they had against Florida State. Yeah, that was awesome. Hank Bachmeyer. Yeah, I mean the friend, they were down they were down thirty one to thirteen and they come back and beat Florida State thirty six to thirty one. I don't know what it's gonna be like at ten. Who's more panicking, Florida State or Tennessee about the sky falling? You know? Uh, you know, honestly, I think I think most people would would say Tennessee, but I think if you're an honest Tennessee fan, you know your sky's been falling for a while. Cause yeah, it's well, I think the sky the sky, the sky already fell, Tennessee. Right, it's on the ground. You can pick up pieces but, of sky off the ground. Correct, but with Florida State, it was hey, maybe this coach second year, blah blah blah, and. They looked good at first, and then they just... Yeah, they, they got shut out you know, in the like, second half. Like typical Northern Floridians, yeah. they choked. <sighs> uh, uh, but you know what? I think Boise State's coming off a really good win over Florida State. That maybe it's a feel a feel themselves games. Uh, don't sleep on Marshall. I'm going to take Marshall, the 12 this points. This game's not at the Blue Turf. It's in Tallahassee. No, this is the, well, this is Marshall at Boise State. Sorry. I don't, my, we my, were talking about Boise State's right, game right, last right. week. My, yeah. my apologies. All right. Uh... Yeah, I think Boise State's going to cover. 12 points? Yeah. Marshall Marshall hasn't been good since Chad Pennington. What, what, yeah. what, 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 they were carrying yeah, Byron Leftwich yeah. off the field. Yeah, right. both those guys. Yeah. All right. This is, check this out, SDI. All right. Ohio at Pittsburgh. But here's the key. It is an 11 a.m. kickoff mm-hmm. on the East Coast. This is a game's being played on the East Coast, and it's 11 a.m. local time. I guess it's like a, a sneaky ACC uh, network window, which uh, Pittsburgh is a only a five and a half point favorite over Ohio. That's super fishy. It is really fishy. I, I I think Pittsburgh should cover, but I feel like it's a trap. I think so too. I I, I'm, I think Pittsburgh should easily cover. I don't even know. I can't name. I don't even know what, what Ohio is. Uh, do they still have Frank Solich as their coach? Frank Solich is the coach at Nebraska. We previously mentioned uh, Nebraska. He was the coach at Nebraska when they when they got trounced by the Canes in the Rose Bowl. But then they they he he did have the triple option, so they they fired him. Or actually, he was he was just an, uh, uh, the the next man up for Tom Osborne, and then they went in a new direction and went with uh, Bill Callahan. Yeah, uh, Raiders offensive coordinator. Yeah, that's right. And so then they they fired uh, Solich, but I think he's been in Ohio since. He's been he's probably been in Ohio longer than uh, Denny has been with the Dolphins. Yeah, no, I, I think we'll go. I, I'm a, I'm I'm confident in Pittsburgh in this one. I think Juan said we'll out coach that guy. Watson's not, you know that Watson's not the coach anymore, man. <laughs> <laughs> old Tom Tavish still the quarterback? <laughs> Tom God. LaShawn McCoy is a running back yeah, right. with James Conner. Yeah. Tony Dorsett's in the backfield. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, can do, yeah. we can do this game all day. Larry Fitzgerald out there. got catching passes for Pitt. Right. No, Larry Fitzgerald is still the ball boy of the Vikings at this point. <laughs> 30 years ago. No, I, know, I, know, I, know they, I know they had a... <laughs> yeah, 30 years ago. That's true. I know they had a Baldwin. I know Doug Baldwin went to Stanford, but there's another Baldwin that Played on the as a wide receiver that played on the Chiefs. Was it Alec Baldwin? <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, Stephen. Well, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, you got me. <laughs> Old Dominion at Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech is at home, giving 28 and a half points. Now, you remember last year, Virginia Tech traveled to Old Dominion as the same spread, by the way, and they lost. Yeah, I think ODU covers. I, 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 like, Virginia, I like ODU. I think Virginia Tech wins, but I think ODU covers. Virginia Tech looked pretty bad against uh, Boston yeah, College. But just, I can't risk my money line win, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take the points. All right, all right. You, you, know, you could throw more than one money. I know, like that. I know, but I got to stay perfect. <laughs> UAB at Akron. UAB, a nine point road favorite. I'm going to go with the Blazers. Yeah, that, uh, the, now that they got their logo stolen by the XFL, I think they fired up <laughs> yeah. to play some football. <laughs> Interesting game here. Army, the triple option at Michigan. Michigan is a 22.5 point favorite. Yeah, Michigan. I like Army. And most people are going to say that because there's a new trend to hate Michigan. But no, it has Michigan nothing to do with that. Is... It's because Army, the triple option, they just slow the game down so much. Like Michigan might not have enough possessions to cover 22 and a half points. Remember Army against Oklahoma last year? It was like, they ended up having to go. Oklahoma had to go to overtime against Army are, last are year. Are you going to put this one in the back seven to, to anger Leroy? Ah, I can't <laughs> give away any state secrets yet. I mean, but, I mean, if you're listening 30 years from now, you already know whether I put it in the max seven or not. I mean, imagine my max seven is still a thing 30 years from now. <laughs> All right, Vanderbilt. It, it'll be a thing. But it will, it'll be SDI and the general on ESPN oh. Radio. <laughs> Three to seven. From, from from the beautiful Clevelander in South Beach, oh my Miami. God, we've done a full take. Yeah. <laughs> but by then we'll be in this, our 60s. And we have two 60 year old guys. Maybe they'll simulcast us on 790 and the Joe. <laughs> two 60 year old guys doing afternoon drive on ESPN <laughs> Radio. I don't totally buy it. I mean, 60 year old Mike and Trey Wingo do it in the mornings. <laughs> Why can't we do it in the afternoon drive? Why not? Vanderbilt at Purdue. Purdue is a seven-point favorite at home against Vanderbilt. I really like Purdue's wide receiver. I drafted him first overall in my fantasy football league. I don't remember his name, but I like Purdue. Oh, well, Rondell Moore. Rondell, Rondell Moore. He had a lot of points last week. I've yeah. never seen him play, but he's really I, good. I, I think Purdue is shook from last week uh, blowing that lead against Nevada. I'll take Vanderbilt on the seven. 
Rutgers at Iowa. Iowa is a 20-point favorite at home. I'm the Rutgers rules in play here. I'm going with Iowa. I'll give it 20 points. Yeah, Rutgers is... Rutgers is not shouldn't be on the football field. <laughs> they did play well against UMass last week. Yeah, John Calipari is not coaching basketball <laughs> or football. Syracuse at Maryland. Maryland is a two point favorite at home over the ranked Syracuse. That's weird. I like Syracuse here. I like. It was, I mean, if if Syracuse is getting points. Then I'll take the I, money I'll, take, I'll take Maryland at home. I'll give it two points. They, 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 I don't want the points. Give me the money line. It's only two points. Plus, I'll take the I mean, money plus line. 110. It's not really that big. You're right. I don't need the points. It's not a splurging money line. All right. Yeah. West Virginia, this is a tricky game. West Virginia at Missouri. Missouri is a 13-point favorite at home. Now, West Virginia last week, they barely got by against James Madison, an FCS school, only winning by a touchdown. And Missouri's coming off a heartbreaking defeat at altitude against uh, Wyoming. Yeah. But they're at home giving 13 points. Yeah, I like Missouri here. Like I said, that that Laramie trip, man, it's it's not easy. It's gonna it's, it, these eighteen year old, nineteen year old kids are just not gonna be able to handle it. So I like Missouri in this one. Yeah, uh, I, I think West Virginia's gonna be pretty bad. I'll, I'll take Missouri. Cincinnati, Ohio State. They're at Ohio State. Ohio State's giving fifteen and a half points. Now, Cincinnati did beat UCLA their first week of the season, no, but right, that was a revenge game. That was a revenge game for for stealing the, co- the basketball yeah, coach. Right, exactly. I, I'll take uh, I'll take Ohio State. It feels like a trap, though. Yeah, as much as I hate it, I'm taking Ohio State. Bowling Green at Kansas State. Kansas State's a 23 and a half point favorite. I'll go with Bowling Green, Kansas State. Kansas I, think, Kansas. I think this is the game where Darren Sproles breaks out. I think Kansas State. <laughs> hey, Bill Snyder is my, my, Michael, B- Michael Bishop's a quarterback. Yeah, Bill Snyder on the sidelines. Oh my God! South Florida at Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech is a six and a half point favorites. No way. I'm taking USF. I know USF got embarrassed by Wisconsin, but Georgia Tech is still transitioning. I'll take USF. Yeah, like you said, USF. I was considering doing USF money line, but I'll take the points. Northern Illinois at Utah. Utah is a 21 and a half point favorite. What do you got? I got I got Utah. I got the Salu. I mean, no, no, they're not the Salukis. They're the Huskies. That's think of Southern Illinois. We'll get to. We might get to that game later. I'll take uh, Northern Illinois plus twenty one and a half. It seems fishy. Larry English went to Northern Illinois. <laughs> Michael Turner, I think, went there too. That's wow. That's right. All right. This next game, we heard it in the previously. Um, our expert, our big time horse expert, is backed, and he has a he. This next game, he thinks is a lock, and so we're gonna call our old friend a uh, big tone. Because uh, he, he unprompted, he reached out and said, hey, I got a lock for you guys. So let's give him a call. What's up, Paul? What's up? What's up, Big Tone? Uh, doing great, man. So we're, uh, Tone, we're, we're going through our picks here. And um, we we stumbled upon a game which you told us was a lock. So, Tony, I mean, we, we obviously you gave us a winner from the Belmont uh, a couple months ago. So, what, what's, your, what's your what's your lock NFL pick? Um, a lot of uh, – it's college, college, college football. College football, yeah. College football, sorry. Co- college football, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll ask the question, I'll ask the question again just so, I can, just so I can do that. So, Tony, what's your lock uh, college football pick this weekend? Uh, Colorado over Nebraska. Uh, I think uh, Nebraska's for about four and a half. Colorado beat Nebraska last year in, in Lincoln on that, that wild game in Lincoln, Ohio, 38-28. The Nebraska Colorado just came off of coming back against the South South uh, Alabama uh, last week. Uh, Adrian, uh, Adrian, Adrian, I guess it's Martinez, a, Martinez. Yeah, he, uh, Adrian, uh, uh, he, uh, he had five turnovers last against South Alabama. He came back and won Nebraska one, but uh, it's the first meeting. It's the fifty. There's seventy-one. There's seventy meeting. There's seventy-one meeting between the two schools. Remember, uh, Nebraska was in the Big Twelve slash Big Eight back in the days. But all oh, you millennials don't know what the Big Eight used to be. Yeah, I don't know what the, I don't know what that means, Sonny. What's the Big Eight? I've never heard of that. What's the Big Eight? I know you're a millennium, a pop, a, a CD. SD, I know you're a millennial. That's why I'm talking. I'm just the little education. It should be the big. It's not a big twelve. It's the okay. Big e, but so but you're telling uh, us, you're telling us. This is the first meeting uh, since uh, to, to, in 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 Boulder, in Boulder, Colorado since 2009. Um, I'm Kate, Colorado, uh, and um, they uh, take points and the over six hundred six, uh, the over six hundred six hundred four and a half. Hit the over in that game. But you I know, like Colorado uh, beat beat Nebraska in in Colorado, and it'll be night. It'll be uh, 
40% of thunderstorm in Colorado. It'll be rainy in <laughs> Wow, tell me what's going on. What? That's awesome. That's that. Hey, Bobby, Bobby, that's how you do your the, the, the expert. I mean, man, you 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 got own, your own your own show on 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 the on the ticket, so you should. <laughs> Get a little more detail. Tell him, tell Tony, tell him to give the weather report for the Max Seven. <laughs> exactly, he's like, get the weather report. Come on, it's called it's called being 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 a journalist. I mean, Robbie, you got your own show. You can just pick games, and you uh, your track record is pretty bad. I mean. I mean, I, I talked to your your, your boy Brandon Brady to 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 pull me back on uh, seven ninety. I mean, I don't want to take your job or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but Tony, Tony, you know the coach of Nebraska won the national championship with UCF two years ago. I see Scott Fox. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. You know he's Scott national Fox. champion. Are you still taking Colorado over him? Well, he 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 also was a quarterback for the for the for Nebraska way back in in, in uh, mid, mid, early nineties. When they, when they were in the in the Big Six, you said the Big Six. <laughs> big eight. Oh, eight. Okay. Hey, uh, get, 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 That's yeah, like a hybrid between. I know you're but you need to you need to learn uh, some, some some history once in a while. Uh, it's SD. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. No, that was. That so, was... For you. so Tony, it sounds like you're gonna get a large bucket of popcorn for this game. Yes, I know. <laughs> Tony, what do you think of uh, what do you think of Laramie Tunsil going to the to the Texans? Uh, it was a good trade. Good year. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't expect we get two two first rounds and two second for a pretty good left tackle and a pretty decent receiver. I mean. Yeah. I didn't. I think the Dolphins got a good bargain trade. It was that's a hell of a bargain trade. Getting yeah. two first round picks and two second round picks for 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 for, for, for them. All right, one more thing, Tone. Miami, North Carolina. Who you got? Uh, I'm picking the Kings. Uh, uh, they they're gonna bounce back against uh, against uh, against Florida. They they I know it's their second road game, uh, and, and it's gonna be on the lights in 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 in, 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 in Chapel Hill. And I think they are wearing. You know, Carolina's wearing their. Black uniform, so black jerseys, uh, Robbie. I know it's confirmed, but I mean, I mean, you got no info on that. You know, you, you I, I don't know. Play. I don't know what uniforms North Carolina is wearing. You think, not, gonna be, you think they're gonna do the blackout? The zero is it zero know, dark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, they, I think they're supposed to gonna wear something special for for the uh, North Carolina, the Miami North Carolina game. Shouldn't they? Shouldn't they save I mean, something special for a real team, not Miami? Very, very funny, HD. How those uh, Mustangs at uh, SMU doing uh, this year, by the way? They have one more win than the UM does. Yes. Uh, and how's that, San, how that San Diego State University doing? They have one more win than Miami does. Oh, six to nothing. Actually, they lost uh, last No, they won 6-0, Tone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, Tona. Th- thanks for the rock solid uh, research thanks, there, man. Everybody, everybody's gonna take Colorado now, including myself. Yeah. That was good analysis. Yeah, I'm thanks. taking Colorado plus the four, by yeah. the way. Yeah, and I'm taking the over. Go, go over on sixty-four. Over, hey, over on sixty-four, forty percent thunderstorm. Oh, yeah, yeah we got good. it. We got it. All right, Tona. Thanks, man. Hey, I, I'm, I'm giving you good research. I, 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 I bring my A game to, to your uh, local establishment podcast. That's why we. That's, that's why, why. That's why we call, call you, man. You you, yeah. you had a lock and you know you gave us that winner for the Belmont. Was like oh we gotta hear what we gotta hear what this lock's all about. Great stuff, Tom. Uh, I'll give I'll give you a lock next week. Oh, next week. All, right. All, right. all right, now we're I'm make on the make, make it make it a daily routine. We'll make it a weekly weekly tones better the week. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Tom. Thanks, man. All right, guys. Man, Tony, we're coming in with the research there, man. Whew. Yeah, I'm, de- I'm, I'm definitely sold on Colorado plus the floor. No, like I said, when you pick the horse, he's, he gives you the re- research. He gives you the picks. He knows what he's doing. Big game here, Texas A&M at Clemson. Clemson is a 17-point favorite. Yeah, that Clemson. I don't think A&M is – I know it's Jimbo. I know all that, but Clemson's just too good. I know Texas A&M was closer than last year at A&M, but here, I, I would, going into the week, I would feel good about A&M until one thing happened. The center guaranteed victory for A&M. He said there was going to be an upset. And that is one thing you don't do. That, that that's the rat poison cure. If if Clemson was had any sort of rat poison whatsoever, it went out the window when the Texas center says it's going to be an upset. Now it's bulletin board material. Now they're going to get their ass kicked. Yeah, bulletin board the, the, material. Wait, well, there's precedent for this. Yeah. Um, there's also precedent for the other way. I mean, look, look, look. Namath had his guarantee back in like the '60s, late '60s, and it hasn't worked since. What, Martin Messier for the Rangers? Didn't he guarantee the? Did he, not enough for the game. I mean, the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I mean, he probably, may have, probably he may have promised the Stanley Cup like Shaq did for yeah. the Heat. So they're gonna bring a title, but he didn't go into a game saying it's gonna be a guarantee. Last year, Michigan, Ohio State for it all. 
running back Karen Higdon said, we're going to win this football game. What happened? Michigan gave up 62 points, and they got their ass kicked by Ohio State. Now, you're saying that if he wouldn't have said those three words, Michigan would have won? Ohio State might have still won, but they wouldn't have scored 62 points. I don't think I'm making yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe in that I, stuff. No, no, you know, when you're going up against Clemson, you don't poke the bear. Clemson's going to win huge by 40 points. Yeah, I don't think if you're if you need that type of motivation, you shouldn't be playing. I think these kids are motivated. Well I mean, they're motivated already, but that's just a, a little no a little jab, a little you it know. Makes no difference, man. It's like the first Especially round. You're com- back in the day, maybe it did when like you actually had to you know go on newspaper to see what people said, but with with Twitter and 24-hour ESPN, it doesn't affect them. Central Michigan at Wisconsin. Wisconsin is a 35-point favorite, and I'll take Wisconsin. Yeah. They, they're on a roll. They're they're really good. Charlotte at Appalachian State. Appalachian State's a big 22-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to take Charlotte. Yeah, Appalachian State. They're, 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 they lost their coach, Scott Satterfield, who's coaching Louisville now. I don't think they're the same. Southern Miss at Mississippi State. Mississippi State giving 17 points. This seems like a sneaky game, a stressful game for Mississippi State. They always have one of these games against whether it's Southern or Southern Miss. Yeah. They always have a stressful game that they may sometimes even lose. I'll take uh, Southern Mississippi. Yeah, I'll take the points as well. This one's a whopper. Illinois at UConn. But check this out. Illinois on the road is a 20-and-a-half-point favorite in Connecticut. Yeah, Connecticut doesn't even have conference anymore. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're really bad. So is Illinois. I mean, I mean, Illinois, much. I mean, they, they did whoop up on somebody. They, they whooped up on Akron last week. I'll take Illinois. I'll take, yeah. give it 20-and-a-half. Yeah, fair enough. What do you, what do you, you, you yeah, Illinois. UTSA at Baylor. Baylor's a 25-and-a-half-point favorite at home. I, I think Baylor loves covering against the, the powder puffs. They always do. Uh, I'll take Baylor. Give it 25-and-a-half. Yeah. And I think they're finally over that. All right. Check, check this one out. New Mexico State. There's not going to be a money line available for this one. Yeah, I, I know that. where you're going. You're going to Alabama here? New Mexico State at Alabama, but Alabama is giving 55 points, a double nickel. If I took New Mexico State money line and won, I would retire. I'm never going to do that. Not, should, they're not I even also, offering I should it. also be fired from this job. I'm taking Alabama. I'm at, I think I think New Mexico State can keep it within 55. I think Alabama steps off the gas. I think there's gonna be a, a game where Nick Saban is frustrated that they're only up by 30. I, I'm gonna take New Mexico State in the 55 points. That's good. I'll take Alabama. We're gonna watch the game together. Yeah. So yeah. We'll, so we'll be able to. And all it. all that has to happen is Alabama just doesn't have to get the doesn't score no, 60. No, you know? I know. No, I get it. I mean, it's New Mexico State could score yeah. zero. It, they could still it's, cover. It's a hell of a lot of points. <laughs> that's a lot of points. That's a, that's a whopper. San Diego State at UCLA. UCLA is a seven and a half point favorite. I mean, San Diego State looked rough against. Uh, <laughs> UCLA. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, San Diego State. Who they, they beat? Uh, Weber State six to nothing. Uh-huh. Uh, UCLA bounces back. I'll take UCLA. San Diego State money line. Plus two fifty, by the way. Mm. All right, we previously talked about these guys. UL Monroe at Florida State. Florida State's a twenty one and a half point favorites. I think Florida State covers this year because remember two years ago when they needed that UL Monroe game to make it to a bowl game, they mm-hmm. were really bad and they still pounded UL Monroe. I'll take Florida State. Yeah, I'll take UL Monroe. Wyoming, we talked about these guys earlier. They're on the road at Texas State. Wyoming is a seven-point favorite. Yeah, Texas State. I think yeah, I take Texas State. I think Wyoming they get humbled uh, going on the road and after feeling good about last week, coming off an emotional high. North Texas at SMU. SMU is a three and a half point favorite. Pony up. Pony up. All right, this one this one should be easy, but I feel like it's a trap. BYU at the the sky is falling University Tennessee, uh, Tennessee is a three and a half point favorite at home. I'm Tennessee, taking BYU. Tennessee's a favorite. Yeah, I mean, did, did Vegas not watch the game last week? Did <laughs> Vegas have Vegas not seen Tennessee I, I, for the last think, 10 I, years? I think they think uh, Peyton Manning and Jamal Lewis are going to be back for Tennessee. It's, it's unbelievable. And Jason Wynn's going to play tight end. Like, it's unbelievable. But Chris Moneymaker's going to be back out there playing <laughs> cards. Easy, I'm gonna, I got to do the money line again. Yeah, BYU money line <laughs> plus one forty one. I definitely taking the three and a half points too. Biasas. Yeah, Vegas. Central Florida at Florida Atlantic. It's UCF at FAU, but UCF on the road giving 10.5 points. Yeah, I think you called it right when you said the lane train's done. I'm taking, yeah. I'm taking the national It's derailed. I'm taking, taking the national championship yeah, two years ago in Central Florida. I'll, take, I'll go with UCF too. Western Kentucky at FIU. FIU is a seven and a half point favorite at home. I can't give points with FIU. Yeah, I'm, taking the Hilltop, I'm taking the Hilltoppers. Nah, I think bounce, bounce. Pause up, Butch Davis. Let's go. Coastal Carolina at Kansas, Kansas is a seven and a half point favorite. Now they did squeak by a uh, an FCS school last week. Uh, I believe uh, I, I'm taking I'm taking the shot to clears of Coastal Carolina. I think they can win. I, I money line Coastal Carolina. Yeah, no, I got I got less miles over Mike Tolbert on this one. <laughs> Liberty at UL Lafayette. Lafayette is a thirteen and a half point favorite at home. Liberty got shut out last week, and Hugh Freeze was coaching the game from a hospital bed. 
Well, by the way, he feeds the coach of Liberty. I had no <laughs> idea. And that's the guy who's been on my Twitter with for coaching from a hospital. Yes, guy. that guy. That is hilarious. <laughs> you got to tell me the story off the air because that's funny. Uh, it is Liberty. Uh, give me liberty or give me death. I just yeah, wanted to say yeah, that line. Yeah, Plus, I think they bounced back. They got shut up by Syracuse. But, you know, my, my, uh, they, ha- they had a position to where he could see the game from his hospital bed. No, I saw, and he had headphones. No, I saw the clip. I saw the, the – the, 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 it went viral, but I didn't know that was Hugh Freeze. I didn't realize. <laughs> Hugh but, Freeze. And it, uh, yeah, wow. I mean, he, one of those illegal escorts at the hospital. That's what bed. I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> did, did, did somebody check his phone? <laughs> Western Michigan at Mich- Michigan State. Michigan State's a 16-point favorite. It feels light. It does feel light. Right? It feels like a trap. I want to go Western Michigan. No, I think it feels like a trap the other way. I'm taking Michigan State. All right, SDI. We got a big one. LSU against Texas. It's at Texas. LSU is giving six and a half. Points. This is the primetime game, the game day game. It's at Texas. The line has been skyrocketing. And you know what? Our man, LSU Phil, he's probably without pants. Yeah, yeah no, we, he's probably calling You know what? Him. Let's call let's him. Let's call him. Let's see, what, let's see him. Let's ask him if he's got pants on. <laughs> Hello? LSU Phil. Robbie, what is happening, my man? What is, what is up, man? Uh, question number one, do you have pants on? Uh, actually, no, I don't. I'm so excited about the games this weekend that uh, I... Uh, I'm currently Sans Pants. I, th- I thought you were excited about the interview. That's why you were Sans Pants. <laughs> oh, well, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe but I a little bit more to do with uh, what's going on this coming weekend. So we're going through our, our week two college football picks, and we've stumbled upon LSU in Texas. Uh, LSU, as the line, you said it, the, the line has been skyrocketing now. It's now LSU minus six and a half points on the road at Texas. I mean, I mean, I know, I don't, I know it's going to be hard for you to take off your LSU goggles, but... What do, you, what do you think is going to happen in this game? Right, think about that. The number six team in the country is favored by six and a half, playing on the number nine team in the country's home field. I mean, how often does that happen? And we all know LSU thrives in non-conference early season big games. All you have to do is ask a Keynes fan about that. <laughs> oh, <God>. Jesus. <laughs> well done. Well done. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, think about this. How can Texas – who is the richest athletic department in America, only have one national title in the last 48 seasons. I agree. I mean, they're, they're the most overrated program in, in college sports history. Over that same period of time, they have the same number of national titles as UCF. Ooh. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, they almost had two last so, year, but you're right. I mean, if you want to talk about this game, um, Texas only returns three defensive starters from last year. Last week, they gave up 370 passing yards to Louisiana Tech. Um, even ESPN's using the words high-powered LSU offense for the first time ever. Um, that's, I mean, seriously, have you ever heard anybody say no. LSU has a high-powered offense? <laughs> um, I mean, Joe Burrow is going to light them up. And then on the other side, Texas has so many injured running backs, they actually have a true freshman quarterback as their second-team running back. What? Um, because they ran out of scholarship backs. They had two get injured, and then one actually had to have surgery all um, in fall camp. And so um, they're in trouble. Uh, LSU has all the pieces in place on defense to be historically great. I mean, they lost the Buckus Buckus Award winner Devin White, but they still have four linebackers on the Buckus watch list this season. What about uh, their defensive backs? They are DBU. Well, it's interesting you say that. They currently have uh, the guy who's projected to uh, – a guy, Grant Delpit, uh, free safety, is projected to go in the top five of next year's draft. They have a true freshman who's going to be starting – who actually started last week at cornerback as a true freshman. He's also the punt returner who's replacing um, who's replacing the All-American defensive back that they lost uh, from last season. And they also have uh, – the cornerback on the other side is uh, All-American caliber, too. So when it all adds up, I think Texas quarterback Sam Ellinger is probably going to be spending more time on his back this Saturday night than the Longhorns cheerleaders. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's I mean, too. seriously. Hopefully, uh, here. hopefully uh, one of us will be uh, you know, spending time with them on their back. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, we hear all this talk all the time about Texas is back, Texas is back. I mean, 30 years from now, Texas still won't be back. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, ask, if you're listening 30 years from now, is Texas back? Answering the question. <laughs> ask, we already asked about Tennessee vote, and Nebraska. Yeah. Well, is Texas back 30 years from now? Is Miami back 30 years from now? <laughs> I mean, Austin, Texas is the only college town in America where college football is the worst part about the town. I mean, they have the state capitol. They have fantastic barbecue. They have probably the best live music scene anywhere, Ooh. and they have terrible football. Speaking of the best live music ever, I think uh, Nashville might, uh, you know, have a have a say in that. What do you think of uh, your fellow SEC Tennessee doing oh, really boy. well this weekend? Well, I tell you what, um, you know, maybe they should have hired somebody else other than the guy they have. Uh, if you recall, back uh, when they were <laughs> back when they were looking, um, they were uh, looking to hire. Um, Greg Schiano. former Rutgers coach, Greg Schiano. And the volunteer Twitter decided to, you know, have a social media outrage and basically scared the university's athletic department from and the board of trustees from hiring Greg Schiano mm -hmm. by claiming that he was part of, you know, some stuff that went on at Penn State years ago. And so, um, you know, I, I kind of laughed that they, they end up where they are because – you know, maybe they should have just let them hire who they wanted yeah, to hire. You knew it was happening because SDI called it in July. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so you took the money line. I took the money you took line. Georgia State and the money line. Yeah. Uh -huh. You'll hear on the previous line. Unbelievable. Yeah. 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 Sorry, f final score at LSU, Phil, L for LSU and Texas. Uh, what, give us your final score. I think Texas gets a late touchdown, uh, but the final score will be 41-14 LSU. Whoa, a garbage time touchdown by Texas to make it 41-14. At least it won't be a backdoor cover. <laughs> no, I, I've had enough of those lately. I mean, <laughs> bad beats. The only, no bad the, beats. Only, the only covering in the back door will be on those along for cheerleaders, oh, huh? Oh, God, I don't know if we can say that. <laughs> Rob, <laughs> Robbie keeps marking these comments of mine to cut out, so you might you might get some insider sound there, Phil. That's fantastic. All right, Ellis, you feel, uh, have you, I know we have our, our, our mutual friend here that's from Texas. What have you said to him? Has he, has he accepted defeat, or he thinks Texas has a chance to win? Uh, last last we spoke about the game, he uh, he didn't have too much trash to talk to offer. Over the summer he did, but uh, I haven't talked to him since the games this past weekend. Um, but I think he has a feeling of what, what they're in store for. Ooh. Well, I will say this. He was going to go to the game, and instead he opted to go to the Ravens-Dolphins game week one. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, there you go. He's a Ravens fan, and so I think he, he would rather go watch the Ravens play the lowly Dolphins than yeah. to go to Austin and watch his team lose to, right. to LSU. Yeah, exactly. All right, LSU, Phil, uh, uh, keep your pants on. Keep, keep your pants on. Hopefully, I mean, you're probably if they, this happens, you're probably not gonna take your pants off for another the rest of the season until they play you Alabama. You guys don't want my take on the popcorn trick? Oh, well, let's, yeah, let's yes, yes, yeah, yes, let's yes, do it. yes. No, I, I don't have an opinion on the popcorn trick. I just figured that it's on every podcast, so we might as well. At least mention <laughs> it. I, I will have, say this: Big Big Tone is a master innovator. Yeah. Let's just leave it at that. Have you ever Have you ever tried to pull the popcorn trick? I mean, it must be asked. Oh. I just brought it up. Uh, absolutely not. I don't. I don't have the kind of courage the Big Tone does when it comes to the ladies. So <laughs> I haven't had the. Uh, I've had the opportunity, but I haven't had the the guts to go through with it. Maybe you should go through. A, a, he should give a, a coaching seminar on how to do the popcorn trick, and maybe he yeah, he needs to a... put on a clinic. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like like that, that school that Mike Leach went to. Maybe, maybe you'll become the Mike Leach of the popcorn trick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, LSU Phil. Thank, uh, thanks for your insight, and uh, keep your pants on. Okay. All right. All right thanks, thanks, man. Take oh, man. That, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for this next game, we probably could have left LSU Phil on the phone, but we were just so – I was just so taken aback by him doing the popcorn trick. Uh, <laughs> to, I'm sure he has thoughts on this game, too. Tulane and Auburn. Auburn is at home as a 17-and-a-half point favorite. Now, they had an emotional win their last game against Oregon, maybe a ba bad beat. And Tulane beat FIU. They pounded FIU. Yeah, pause down. You know what? I think I'm going to take Tulane on the points here. Yeah. But wait, no, wait. We never got to our LSU and Texas. I, I like, I'm going to side with our boy LSU. Yeah, LSU, LSU for sure. Yeah, it's not, not going to be close. Texas yeah. is no business being in the top 25, let alone the top 10. All right. I'll go with Tulane plus 17 and a half against Auburn. Yeah, I'll go Auburn. I think, yeah, I mean, I mean, after an emotional high like that, you're, it's, a, it's kind of a letdown to play Tulane. And Auburn kind of like, you know, they had their scare against Jacksonville State a few years back mm -hmm. when Auburn was at number six in the country and Jacksonville State was FCS and they had to go to overtime. This is a game where they can kind of, you know, let Tulane hang around. All right, Arkansas, Mississippi. SEC game, it's at Mississippi. 
Ole Miss is giving seven and uh, six and a half points. Yeah, I'm taking Arkansas. I like Chad Morris a lot as a coach. I think he's gonna they're gonna be a lot better this year than they were last year. Yeah, they're starting to get some recruits. I, yeah, and Mississippi's whatever. I'm yeah, I, I, they they look shaky. The last game they lost yeah. to Memphis. I'll take uh, I'll take Arkansas plus six and a half. Nevada at Oregon. Oregon is a 24 point favorite coming off that previously mentioned emotional defeat to Auburn. Yeah, I, I gotta say, man, Herbert. He made one really, really, really good throw, but other than that, really throw that one throw he made under pressure for a touchdown, like he he was kind of not that impressive. I watched that one throw. That's the only throw I saw all game, <laughs> and I thought he's the greatest quarterback I've ever oh, seen yeah, yeah, collegiately, no. <laughs> except for Trevor Lawrence. I never, no mention Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, uh, Oregon's gonna want to come back. They, 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 that heartbreaker against Auburn. I think Oregon's. Gonna, I, I think gonna you know what? I, I, I think Cristobal. Cristobal, Mario Cristobal is going to keep Nevada in the game with his bad coaching for Oregon. I'll take Nevada right. plus the 24. This one's a whopper. Buffalo at Penn State. Penn State is a 30-point favorite. I know where you're going with this. You're going with, with Buffalo. I mean, Penn State won 79, put up 79 but points. But you love Buffalo, man. They're your favorite team. Basketball, in, ba- in, in basketball. Oh, basketball thing? Okay. I mean, but, I, mean I, I did watch a lot of Buffalo over, I mean, football over the past couple of years, too, because, you know, Maction. But you know what? I'm, I'm going to take Buffalo in the 30 points. I, I think Penn State could do it twice in a row. Yeah, I think Buffalo, too. I think Penn State's really good, but I don't think they're going to cover. Eastern Michigan at Kentucky. Kentucky's a 15-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to go with Eastern Michigan. Yeah. I think Kentucky struggled early on with Toledo in the last game. I'll take e- the Emus. I like the Emus money line. I, I know they're not the Emus, but Eastern Michigan University. Uh, what are they? They're the Eagles, I believe. Okay, I'll take, I'll they, take the money they, line. They yeah. should be the Emus. I think it's uh, it's another SEC letdown money line game. Yeah. I'm, taking, I'm taking Eastern Michigan. Well, if, the, if you're curious about the money line, plus 490, you oh, get on Eastern Michigan pay line. Oh, I mean, you are. That's phenomenal. It's, good, it's a good line. You are, you are on fire with his money line bets. Yeah, well. All right, this one's a whopper. No money line available for this one. The spread is too big. UTEP at Texas Tech. Texas Tech giving 34 points. I like UTEP. I, I like UTEP. I'll go with Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're gonna want to put up, put on a good Who's show. Who's Texas Tech's coach nowadays? The guy, the guy who was at Utah State last year, Matt Wells. Oh, okay. All right, this one's a doozy on the ACC network, which right. as of right now, maybe 30 years from now, they'll they'll agree to a deal, but with Comcast and uh, and AT&T. But right now, they only have a deal with Directv Dish Network, and they just agreed to a deal with Cox yes. Media today. This, as of right now, many people who have Com, uh, Comcast and uh, AT&T Uverse are do not have the ACC I network. I have Hotwire, whatever that is, and yeah. I don't I don't have ACC network either. So, uh, so this is the Miami Hurricanes at North Carolina, the Canes are only four point favorites on the road. Now I say that because at one point earlier in the week they were as high as seven point favorites, and all the money has been storming on I, North Carolina. UNC won a big rivalry game last week. So. Most of my, Mac Brown was dancing. Yeah. He showed his swag. And he wants to have fun this time around. Uh, no, Miami. Miami easy. It's not even going to be close. This uh, is when the swagger comes whoa, back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, I'm going to take you back to trip through history lane here. The Cades never fare well in North Carolina. Whether they win or that, they don't always lose. But when they, they should be beat them by a lot, they end up barely getting out of there with the win. Like, you know, let's go back to 2017, two years ago, the last time they were in Chapel Hill. Mm-hmm. They were 20-point favorites, and uh, they were playing a sleepy nooner, and North Carolina was bad. I believe they were like 1-8 and eight at the time, and uh, the Canes barely got out of there alive. They won by like 5, and they had to sweat out a possession by North Carolina. They had to get a turnover in the last play. We'll go back to 2015, SDI. North Carolina won 59-21. to 21. Mm-hmm. That's when North Carolina, you know, was a lot better than Miami. When North Carolina was in the top 25 that year, that was like That's in their... That's when they had Butch. Yeah, that was, was in their hated. Was it Butch? I think it was early Larry Fedora. Oh, but it was Fedora? Okay. Yeah, but... Um, 2013, the Cades were uh, the uh, were in the top 10. Now, they were probably, it ended up being a false top 10, but at the time, they were undefeated in the top 10, and North Carolina was like 1-4. And, four. and uh, it was a Thursday night game. They even had zero dark Thursday. Everyone was a blackout at North Carolina, and the Cades needed to score with 16 seconds left to win that game. So it's it's a high stress affair. Zero dark Thursday, so LeBron wasn't there. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's right. It was the playoffs. No, I get it, but I'm I, a, think... I'm a, I take I take I don't think I don't think I don't know if the Cades are going to win or lose. But one thing's also for sure: the Cades cannot block. That's but it's established. I mean, ten sacks against Florida. The sack ratio we talked about earlier. Yeah. 
off the off the walls bad. And uh, I, North Carolina's defense got three sacks on, on South Carolina. They're, they aren't that bad. This Sam Howell, freshman quarterback for Carolina. I'm taking Carolina in the points. I take the four points. I'm not sure if they're going to win, but I'm taking yeah. the four points. Swagger, moral victory, all that's going to turn into a UNC victory. But imagine Matty Diaz goes 0-2 after all that fake swagger of the offseason. Yeah. And maybe he'll put in Martell in his right position <laughs> instead of having him just run around like a buffoon. Yeah. I mean, his, his right position yeah. is he's maybe, maybe Dan Enos will yeah. call the plays correctly. Yeah, I mean, but I, I think Miami covers. I think Miami wins. I think Miami covers. I mean, Martell in his right position is not very good. Let's just be honest. Plus, I know I know this sounds really bad, but I think UNC is going to be a little distracted by the potential of a Dorian hitting, and that could help Miami. Well, apparently there's reports out that it's not going to affect the game. They're not even thinking about it. No, right. It's not going to affect Chapel Hill, but it's it might still affect the state, and those kids might be from that state. They might have family out there. It could affect them mentally. It's only like Category 2. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. But they're, not from, they're not from Miami. They're from UNC, so Category 2 for them is probably like, uh. oh, you know. All right, uh, Tulsa, San Jose. It's interesting. The Tulsa Golden Hurricane. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, interesting that's, transition. A, that's a great segue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> way, yeah. Tulsa at San Jose State. Wow, they're traveling all the way to San Jose State. Check this out. Tulsa is a six-and-a-half-point favorite on yeah, the road. San Jose State is really bad at the football. Uh, I, they're in the same conference as San Diego State. I think San Diego State beat them last week six to three, if I if I remember correctly. Really, was that the final score? Last I think week? so. It, San Diego State definitely yeah. won six three. I don't know if it was again. I, I don't remember. We we, we, we can uh, spend time looking this up. This is great uh, pod, but, uh, pod material. But, but Tulsa Tulsa's not that good either. So. Yeah, I, I'm taking. Uh, there's weird things happen. We we heard, we saw it with uh, Missouri going to Wyoming. They were huge favorites. They lost. But I told you, Laramie Laramie Wyoming yeah. is an extremely tough place. You, to you, did, you did call it. I did yeah. call that. It's, I know it's sorry. It was six zero against Weber State. Okay. Oh, what? Sweet. So, so hold on. You're telling me San Diego State played Weber State FCS mm-hmm. and they won six nothing? Yeah. Yeah, they won six nothing. Why am I finding out about this right now? I, 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 I don't know. It's right here. It's right no here. way. It's they, Against an yeah. FCS yeah, school, they FCS. won six to nothing. I mean, San Diego State's not supposed to be good at football this year. Uh, but I know, but you, you beat Weber State more than six to nothing. I at, agree. Least, at least their defense came I, to play. I agree, right? Yeah. But yeah, no, Laramie. Laramie's a tough place to, to travel to. The you, altitude too. The altitude, and, and there's no airport, so you have to fly and then you have to bus for a while. So that, I mean, I know that's a bad loss for them, but that doesn't that doesn't scare me that much. And so, but yeah, I'll take I'll, because of that, and, and then Purdue also going to Nevada and blowing a big lead. Mm-hmm. I'll take San Jose State at the six and a half points. Yeah, I'll take I'll take Tulsa. All right, interesting game here. Late night, Stanford against USC, twenty two thirty. What time is that in American time? That is ten thirty. That's ten thirty. Wow. So the, the Pac twelve. I mean, uh, wait, it's really at ten ten thirty Eastern. Yeah, seven thirty Pacific. Yeah, but I know the Pac-12 okay. has been outraged about these late kickoffs. And US, Stanford USC used to be a day a, a featured game during the day. Right. And I know they're even experimenting. They might, they might do new kickoffs Eastern time next year. Yeah, the 9 a.m. That's so, the, I mean, we I'm already sure. got into that. But uh, but uh, uh, USC is giving a point now. Uh, you mind you, USC lost their starting quarterback mm-hmm. JT Daniels, but they are still a one-point favorite over the ranked Stanford at home. Yeah, I think this USC quarterback that's coming in is better than JT Daniels. I'm taking USC. Line seems too fishy, man. They're daring you to take. Uh, they're daring you to take Stanford. Oh, because I right. know why. Because uh, their quarterback uh, is also banged up, but he, they said he's going to play. Uh, mm-hmm. KJ Costello. And they still have Bryce Love. No, no, Bryce Bryce Love is not there. I mean, I know he was there for like a hundred years. Right. He's not there and he anymore. cost himself a first round pick by staying his senior year. It seems too fishy. I'm going to take USC. I'm going to sign with yeah. you. Something something smells in this game. Well, I think people are going to take Stanford because of JT Daniels' injury. And, and Stanford's ranked. And USC, USC was. But, like, San, but Sanford's always ranked, and they lose. Yeah. And it's like they always lose in one game, and it's that game they shouldn't lose, and they're not ranked. And then Andrew Luck retires, and then everything goes down. Oh, I'm sure. Another Pac-12 after dark game. I'm sure this will make Chris Peterson very happy because he was one of the outrage. He was one of the most outraged about these late starts. Cal at Washington. Washington is a 14-point favorite. I like what uh, Jacob Issa did. You know what? If he's mad, at, he should go back to Boise, Idaho, where nobody watches him. I mean, tell Boise State and man. never make a Power Five Invitational. We talked about Boise State earlier in the podcast. I mean, they, they did some work on uh, Florida State. And this, this Hank Bachmeyer. Is, uh, is he related to Jim Bachmeyer? I, 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 sa- I was thinking the same thing. When they were yeah. driving, I know it was spelled differently, but like, man, it sounds a lot like Jim Bachmeyer. Yeah. yeah. He's going to yeah, play quarterback hammer. Like, yeah, right. One of his long lost sons is now a quarterback. <laughs> That's great. Well, I mean, if he, he played a hammer against Florida State, I don't want to see him sober because that means he, he's, he's going to be Peyton Manning. Yeah. If, if, that, if that's <laughs> Bachmeyer hammer. Yeah. I imagine so. Yeah, Washington. I like Washington minus fourteen over Cal. Yeah, I do too. I, I like I, Washington 
they're, I think it's a big. I mean, I remember Cal made this game close last year, but I mean, I mean, I think you get a big lead from Eason over Jake Browning. Right. We found out it was with the Vikings though. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Recently. Yeah, I'm gonna miss preseason uh, picks, by the way. All right, a dangerous game here. Late night, Minnesota. Yes, the big Minnesota Big Ten school playing a late night game at Fresno State. Minnesota, a small three point favorite at Fresno. Ooh, uh, I know this one. I'll let you go first. Yeah, I think I I think I like Minnesota here. I know it's late. I know it's on the road, but I don't trust Fresno State. I mean, Fresno State. I mean, they barely. Uh, I mean, they lost to USC, but USC didn't have their quarterback initially. Mm-hmm. But Minnesota, they had a dogfight with South Dakota State at SDS school. They won by like a touchdown. And now they're going on the road at Fresno State. We already saw what happened with Purdue. We already saw what happened with uh, with Missouri going on the road, playing these teams in the Mountain West at night. I'm going to take Fresno State in three points. You know you know who uh, South Dakota State's most famous alum is? Football player? Infinitary. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> I still well got done. it. I still yeah. got yeah, it. He's the, the most, he's the most famous. Other, the other SDSU's most famous and, alum. And then that basketball player, the, I think he's like the NCAA all-time leading scorer, Mike Dom. Mm-hmm. They call him the Dominator. Yeah. I remember when he broke the record. It, it, it was on the crawl. It was like breaking news. Like everything flashing. Everybody had to stop at the door. What? What's this breaking news? Oh, Mike Dom breaks the NCAA basketball record. I remember the first time I saw Adam Vinatieri's college, SDSU. I was like, whoa, Adam Vinatieri went to San Diego State? <laughs> I had no idea. No, he went to the other SDSU, which is not even Division One. Get out of here with that. <laughs> SDSU. They're South Dakota State. And then uh, this, this says it's scheduled for Sunday, but really it's Saturday night. I think the official start time is... 11.59 p.m. Is this like a Hawaii game or something? Yeah, that's right. Oregon State at Hawaii. Check this out. The line is surging. Hawaii was, early in the week, was a four-and-a-half point favorite. Now Hawaii, based off their week zero win over Arizona, mm-hmm. which, because uh, Arizona didn't have Jordan Yamamoto playing right, quarterback. Right, play quarterback. Or Kirby H. Yeah. Hawaii is a six-and-a-half point favorite over the Pac-12 Oregon State. Yeah, I like Hawaii here. I feel like Hawaii, I mean, it's a trap. I feel like they're feeling good. This always happens with Hawaii. They light up week zero. They start feeling themselves a little bit, and then they go back to earth. By the way, their quarterback, uh, Colt McDonald, uh, he had a good game. He had 400 yards. He had three touchdowns, but he also had four interceptions and was benched in that week zero game. Didn't they have another really good quarterback named Colt Brennan? Yes, Colt Brennan. That's the team that went to the Sugar Bowl when they had right. Devon so Best. they just like these Colt quarterbacks, huh? Yes. Yeah, maybe Andrew Luck was. This is Cole, there. Cole, not Cole. Oh, Cole. I thought it was Cole. Colt. Okay. Cole, right. Cole McDonald. I'm, I'm going to take Oregon State in the six and a half points. They didn't play that bad last week against Baltimore. Yeah, Oregon State's terrible. And they're, you know, that's a, that's a far trip. You know, they're going to get <laughs> distracted by the Luau's. I'm going to go Hawaii. Yeah, that's good. That's good thinking. Hawaii. Yeah. Wow, we're already an hour into the podcast, and yeah. we haven't even played our favorite game yet, no, the no, last of the week. Make everybody wait for the best part of the, of the week. All right. So as you know, Robbie, we almost had a hurricane this weekend. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, and so you know, everybody in South Florida and you know Central all of Florida was you know, you know on the new watching the news on the Twitter, was getting the latest updates. Every time I refresh my Twitter, uh, the local CBS tweets something, but it's not a tweet; it's an ad. So I click on it, and it's an ad. This isn't the time to to show ads, and it was nonstop ads. It's like, all right, enough of these ads. I'm gonna go on CBS. I turn on CBS, and what's playing? Blue Bloods. <laughs> I, I remember at one point, you know, all the, the the four major networks, three of them were locked in on hurricane yeah. coverage, and CBS was showing like a soap opera, like Days of Our Lives, right. one of those no, shows. I, I'm I'm okay. I have no problem with CBS showing Blue Bloods. My problem is, is every time I went on Twitter, you, the ad came up. And it wasn't not new information. It was just an ad. Tune into CBS4. Setzer says, blah, blah, blah. Click on the ad. It's just an ad. Go to CBS, and it's Blue Bloods. So, yeah. like, what are, you, what are you doing? I'm trying to get to John Morales. That's, that's NBC6, to, by right. the way. I'm trying to get to, to, you know, Hurricane Tracker app, all this information. And, Weather Channel. <laughs> and, right. And this, this idiotic ad keeps popping up for no, for no reason. Like, this isn't the time to advertise when people are, you know, really worried about what's going on. By and then if you're going to do it, don't show me Blue Bloods. Show me... Craig Setzer. If there's, a, if, if, yeah, if there's an opposite of a bias of the week, it'd be John Morales. Oh, I mean, that guy's goat. a badass. He's the GOAT, man. Well, like, he was breaking down all the info. Like, we, we were like, hey, man, this hurricane's not turning, man. And we're just sitting here freaking out. And yeah. he's like, he's breaking down all the like, like, the way Tony called in and give his yeah. research, that's what jo, uh, John Morales did with the weather. No, and, and on NBC, he only has like five minutes at a time. Yeah. So I would go on his Facebook. He would do a Facebook Live daily. Really? Like a 30 minute Facebook Live, half in English, half in Spanish. I would listen to, this, to the English part, but he would break it down way more than he could break no, it down. No, he would go on ranting. Yeah. He would not ranting, but he was like going on a, a really weather breakdown. Yeah, I was like, wow, no, like, I learned more about the weather. Like, right. As I was telling my mother the other day that uh, if you live in South Florida long enough, you become a weather expert. <laughs> That's true. We, like, like, we I was trying to explain to her how like 
if, if it slows down enough, the high will, will dissipate, <laughs> and then the, then the trough will push it north instead of west. I'm trying to give her all the detail. She's like, well, are you a weather expert now? Have you lived in Miami long enough? You are. <laughs> I want to know about another payoff. I'll oh, go for it. The ESPN body issue. I think we get the point now. If you're an athlete, you're going to have a body. Like uh, I think it's a safe thing every time. I totally disagree with you, man. Well, I, 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 I love know. it. I, I mean, love it, man. You get you get NLWs naked yeah, but, and, and you get NLM naked. Yeah, but I think the, you get like for every NLW that's in the body issue, first of all, not, you're not going to see anything. And second of all, it's like 20 dudes to one woman. I don't think so. I think it's pretty Maybe even. Maybe like 10. Maybe like 10 dudes. It's pretty even, but I don't know, man. Like, LaShawn McCoy look good. I mean, if that's what you like, there's nothing wrong with that, and by the, the way, for the record. But I mean, the girl, the girl with the one leg, I forget her name. What's her name? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, Paralympian. Yeah, yeah, I know she, what you're talking about. She is, she's gorgeous. I had no idea who she was. She's awesome. I, yeah, I, I've heard about her. Like that, that leads, I saw her on outside the lines. That leads me to a topic: Is she fair game? If I see her at a bar, am I allowed to go and you know? If, uh, if she's at the bar in the first place, that means uh, that's uh, if that's she has to expect that that may or may not happen. Right, but was like, is it bad to? To, you know, no, I, I think on. I think she want, I think you have to treat her like every other every other female. Like yeah. I mean, if she was if she had two legs, like you would do that. And so right. she, I don't think she would want to be considered a handicap. No, no, not at all. And she's hot, man. She's good, good for her. She's she looks Scott, Scott Scout Bassett. That's it. That's her. That's her name. But I feel like we get the point already. Like, you know, hey, Christian Yellen sliding into second base naked. Yeah, but when else are you ever going to get to see Nancy Lieberman naked? <laughs> was she really? She was in this year. No way, for real? Yeah. yeah. Isn't she like... Isn't she like you know? I don't want to. I don't want to be. Isn't she like you know? She's old. That's what you were trying to say. Yeah, I, I was trying to be nice about it. But she's, a, she's an older woman. She's a cougar. Uh, <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? I mean, it's 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 done. It's, it's been said. There's no back seasons, as the kids say. But I I feel like we've. I mean, it's the same thing every year. Where, where, where it is a payaso is like uh, Yelich, like swimming. Yeah. Like sliding in the water. Like yeah. A slip and slide. That was a little bit payaso. Uh, Nancy Lieberman is 61 years old. Uh, she was a coach of the Big Three. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I, I, w- I would have preferred if it was Becky Hammond. <laughs> so we're, we're, we've been crossing so many lines today. <laughs> it makes me wonder if we'll have a podcast next week. <laughs> this is the one where 30 years from now, when yeah. we're on ESPN, somebody goes back and finds, and then we get fired. Yeah. Well, we, we had you guys talking about, you know, those Texas cheerleaders, <laughs> yeah. and they were cougars, yeah. and, you know. <laughs> this is the one where we make fun of, uh, you know, like Texas football 30 years from now, and some annoyed Texas fan finds this podcast and, yeah. and, well, I mean, and reports us to Bob Iger, and then we're done. <laughs> if you're listening 30 years from now, this may be our last podcast. <laughs> if not, next week, if we have a podcast. <laughs> next week. <laughs>